Climbers, songwriters, have you had a hard time getting to Nashville? Have you always wanted to come to Nashville and experience Nashville nights and everything that that has to offer? What if you're across the pond over there in Europe? And what if we brought Nashville nights to you? That's what today's episode is about. What? Welcome to the climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. That's what you're going to need in the new music business. Gone are the days of being a diamond in the rough with a lot of talent plucked from obscurity by a big, huge record company that's going to turn you into a household name. Those days weren't bad, but I mean, they kind of sucked because you needed 50 people's permission to get ahead, get an audience, and be able to make a living as an artist. In fact, only 2,700 artists in the last 60 years made any money in that system. And last year, 8,700 indie artists like you made $100,000. That's just last year. What club do you want to be a part of? If you want to be in this club, if you want to be in a club that's making money now, you're going to have to have leverage. C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. That's a Baxter name that's coined by my good friend and co-host here, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady A, Joe Nichols, and more. Got a couple, two number one, not one, but two number ones last year in Southern Gospel, vulgar display of prowess. <laughs> and what I love about Brent is, is he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and then on the regular, you can find Brent connecting you with the pros, giving you chances for opportunities. Got a new one coming up with Gary Chapman, the man, mm-hmm. the myth, the legend, right? Chappie's showing up looking for some songs. So that's coming up on what, the 21st? Deadline for that September 1st. So the event Deadline September is actually, 1st? Yeah, so it's coming up fast. <laughs> awesome. So listen, you can find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. Look, if you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production, singular, no S, and there is no S because, thank goodness, there is no other Johnny D. What's up, brother? (laughs) Welcome to the climb, my brother. That's all right. We got some crazy stuff going on right now. We got some European vacation happening. Look, kids, there's there's, (laughs) there's big Ben in the parliament, kids. Like... (laughs) We have a special guest today, the co-founders of the very first Nashville Nights International Songwriting Festival, the first one being held in Denmark, the first of many to be held all over Europe with our guests, Blue Foley, Grammy Nam songwriter, and Mr. Stefan Mork, who's Denmark resident songwriter and in a band too, I believe. We're going to get to them in just a second. Before we get to all this, because I want to tell you all about this festival, this, mm-hmm. I mean, this is crazy stuff, guys. We're talking about 100 artists, 70 shows, nine venues, three days, and most of the other festivals are being canceled because of COVID. This isn't Denmark's like super low, so it's super safe. And through the whole pandemic, they've been low. This is a killer thing. You want to be a part of this. We're going to turn you on to it in a second. But first, let's take care of a little business. As always, we're super proud to be on the platform of one of the flagship shows for American Songwriter Magazine's podcast network. 
who is starting to work with us maybe a little bit on this festival too, which is fun. We hope that's going to be going well. And join the climb community, facebook.com forward slash the climb community. This is not your normal huge group on Facebook where the last post you put up in 2016 is the last one on the thread. Like this Mm -hmm. is a very active community of singer songwriters, indie musicians, indie artists and we got co-writes that are happening in fact international co-writes that are happening i will Mm -hmm. amend that lucrative international co-writes that are getting syncs that are getting plugged like things are happening we've got people talking about promo different stuff that they've done asking questions getting answers and we try to feed as much of the the new stuff that we come across that we think is going to be vital to you and what you want to do we try to push that in the climb community as well you have to ask to be let in, but we let everybody in until you're roadhoused out, right? right. And all you got to do is not follow the damn instructions. It's pretty freaking simple. We let you shout yourself from the two tops, talk about your gigs, talk about your wins, but you got to put it in the right place. It's pretty simple, right? Mm-hmm. Not that hard. We got some wins this week, buddy. That's right. Every Wednesday is new heights. So we post basically celebration stations. So we encourage you to come on and share your your wins for the week, your music-related wins as a comment under that post so everyone knows where the party's happening they can find it. And uh, so I just want to share a couple of those. First one is from Kimberly Smoke Copeland. She said, I had a phenomenal time singing this weekend. It was the first time uh, Debbie Kelly and I shared the stage together as artist and songwriter. We've worked together for over five years. Definitely one for the record books. And also congrats to all on their wins. So congrats, Kimberly. Dave Tillinghast, he says, I have an EP coming out on September 3rd in collaboration with a couple local artists who has two originals by me, a co-write and a featured vocal. So congrats, Davin. I think I said maybe just Dave, but Davin. And then last one on this is Bill O'Hanlon, finished his 251st song for the year, which is just crazy. And one of his songs just got taken for a $12,000 sync placement. He goes, yeah, I have to share the fees with my sync agent and my two co-writers, but woohoo. So let me second that Hell woohoo, yeah. Bill. So people making money, people putting stuff in the record books, people making records. So Elena laid down the gauntlet and hasn't let up on the hammer on how many. No. So he said, it's like Babe Ruth pointing to the, yeah, <laughs> pointing to the, the stands of where he's going to hit the home run, calling the shot like ridiculous. Yeah. And that's exactly what O'Hanlon did. And like every other week we get an update and he's got this many songs and, and then it comes with, oh yeah. And I got some money from it too. Like, yeah. <laughs> like how do you have sex. time to pitch? So, so listen, join the climb community guys, make sure you subscribe or follow the podcast on whatever platform that you want. You can find us very easily at American songwriter.com forward slash podcast. Finally, listen, we value very much. We do not take for granted in any way, shape or form the time that you spend with us every single week. And you don't do that because you're on an outreach program for Johnny and Brent here. You're doing that because you're getting some kind of value out of it. So tell a friend about it. Like, make sure that if you're getting something out of this, if you learn something, if this is firing you up creatively, if it's firing you up on different ways to promote your music and to shift your mindset into the way that you are marketed to, to what you're going to have to do now to be successful, then by all means, tell somebody about it. Spread it around. Right? That's so right. With that, no further ado here. Let's get right to one introduce Mr. Stefan Moore. Stefan, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm great. And we also got Mr. Blue Foley, who is sitting right by my side. Arm around you. Arm around me. Sharing the same mic. (laughs) Blowing in my ear. (laughs) Just so you know exactly how 
exactly how motivated yeah and comfortable <laughs> comfortable is a, is a is a good word but just so you know exactly how motivated these guys are to get the word out about this festival we started with like three accidents in a row right we had we forgot to tell them and this is on brent and i but it's on really on me i forgot to tell these fellows that the app we use to record the podcast doesn't work on a mobile device so Blue's like, oh, crap, hold on, I'm going to run home. I'm going to get to my computer. So we did another like little episode Brent and I did and came back 30 minutes later. And Blue's got like malware all over his computer. It doesn't work. He's like, crap, where do you live? And I'm like, here's my address. Come on over. So here he is right by my cyber and share. And we are my- literally sharing iPhone headphones. I've got the right ear. He's got the left ear. We're sharing a mic because we are best buddies. That's right. <laughs> Twinsies. <laughs> so let's talk about this festival this first of all this is the nashville nights international songwriters festival the first of many to come the virginal voyage the virginal voyage this is september 7th 13th no 17th through the 19th correct 13th is when i'm gonna get out there we're going out early (laughs) because we're doing really fun things like co-writing events we're gonna be setting up co-writes we're doing panels Stefan is so smart that he has got, I think, what is it now? We, I know we've got four sold out shows and an early trip going with a few of us, but there's actually some sold out shows once things get started before the festival that are going on all over Denmark. And we're bringing so many artists over that they're going over to fill those, but we're doing things in Odense. There's a lot going on. It's exciting. So it is, awesome. is it pronounced Odense or Odense? Odense. Odense. Yeah, I'm not going to try that. Odense. There's too much redneck Odense. in my mouth. Odense will do uh, Odense. Yeah, whatever. Um, Odense. Yeah. I want to cop it, man. Odense. 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 There we go. All right. So this festival is, first of all, 100 artists. We got some big, big names that are American on here. Yeah, Bobby Penson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tim Nichols. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, can we just... Tim Nichols. Yeah. I mean, live like you were dying. The guy is yep. a Hall of Fame <laughs> songwriter. And it was so funny. We've got a little bit of guarantee. You know, we're taking good care of these guys. Mm-hmm. We're paying for their trip. And I did a personal cashier's check delivery. And, you know, he didn't know who I was. And, you know, I was the Ed McMahon of the moment delivering <laughs> the publisher's clearing house. And he's like, hey, you can come over to my house anytime you want. <laughs> so he's just super excited about being there. And the thing about it is, is being a Hall of Fame songwriter, Denmark, they're new to country music. And so bringing a Hall of Fame songwriter over really sets the bar because Denmark, as Stefan has informed me, is huge on 90s country. Mm-hmm. And Tim Nichols dominated the 90s and the early 2000s as a gigantic hit writer. I mean, he's still getting smashes today. But back then, this guy, basically, he would burp and they would record it. And then it would get cut and single. And, and it's a hit. Yeah, and it was a hit. It's a giant hit. All these guys that are coming over from Nashville are helping me and Blue on our, on our mission here to spread awareness of country music in Denmark. Because country music is here, but it's not big. As big as, I mean, in, in the UK, it's pretty big. Uh, Germany, Holland, Sweden, Norway, the countries around Denmark is there and it's, it's growing. But in Denmark, it's like the radio very much focused on the Danish artists and the American artists that it's on the radio is all the pop acts and the, and a little bit of rock and all the R and B and, and some of the hip hop, but there's not a lot of country music. So all the artists that are coming over are helping a very valuable purpose and they are helping an important mission to be completed 
and that is to spread awareness of country music and the craft of songwriting. So we're just so honored that so many great names and great writers and great artists have agreed to come over and, and help. And us we're this. absolutely honored to be jumping on board with you guys because you guys have got a great following. And then Johnny facilitated an incredible meeting with American Songwriter and they're interested in what we're doing. And I just, I can't say thanks enough to you guys. And I got to give a shameless plug for the climb. <laughs> I'm telling you, these guys are legit. I've known Johnny for years. He's got a brilliant mind. I've recently met Brent through a different company, Song Placement Pros, that we mm -hmm. all work with and love, Ray Hamilton's company. Yep. Love Ray. And at the end of the day, these guys, where the rubber needs to meet the road in their commitment and the word that they give you, they absolutely backed it up. I simply reached out only about two weeks ago and asked for Johnny's help. The next thing I know... We're on the podcast. We're having interviews with American Songwriter. It's just been an amazing, very fast journey hey. with the guys at The Climb. <laughs> so for those of you that are listening, it is 100% legit. These guys care about who they're working with, and they will go to the ends of the earth to make things happen. So I really appreciate yeah. that. Guys. Thank you well, for that. Well, thank you. I've actually written with Bill O'Hanlon. <laughs> Have you really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wrote mm -hmm. one of my first, one, I think one of my first co-rides in Nashville was with Bill and I think, was it Megan Barker maybe? I can't maybe remember. Maybe so, but, but it was set up and facilitated through Song Placement Pros. That's uh, right. Ray That's Hamilton's funny. company, which I used to be a business partner with Ray and work in that company. Great company. Yeah, and we're Small still, world. Ray just got some tech stuff he's wrapping up and then we're going to have him on the show and talk oh, about that. Oh, yep. there you go. There you go. So stay tuned for that. Song Placement Pros is publishing completely reimagined, oh, y'all, and you're going to freak. Mm -hmm. This is brilliant minds at work that are changing the music business to serve you better, to get you more money, get you more exposure, to get you more cuts, all the things that you want to do. I mean, these are some of the things. Like you, Sometimes people wonder why I'm so damn optimistic. And I'm like, right. I know Ray Hamilton. <laughs> well, and it is, it is a wild west frontier for things like that. And it happens to con coincide so well with everything that we're doing with Nashville Knights because Nashville Knights is completely built around honoring and exemplifying and putting in the spotlight the songwriter who, quite honestly – has been the brunt of all the jokes for the last 100 years and the yeah. last one to get paid. And at the end of the day, it is a wild west frontier of opportunity. For example, the Nashville Nights Festival, we have now backers that are interested in turning this into a worldwide festival circuit, not just doing it in Denmark, but doing festivals in America, festivals in Australia, all over the world. So it's growing like wildfire and we love it. Heck yeah. Right on. So this thing is going to have... We're going to have performances a la any given night in Nashville, yes. right? Which is, by the way, just a little side note here. Everybody knows on this show, I used to be an artist. I used to tour the hair band, the whole thing. Yeah. Then, then they, they lifted up the needle on the genre, right? And it was all over. We had like six months of shows left to do. I, I fulfilled the rest of those shows. And I lived down in Sarasota, Florida. And I had to go back, back home to Wisconsin, to Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. And... Guess what's exactly halfway in between Sarasota and where I live in Wisconsin on the nose, Nashville, Tennessee. Huh. So I know nobody in Nashville, Tennessee. I've never been to Nashville, Tennessee, but the Allman Brothers are the band that brought my band from Wisconsin down to Florida. And I heard about so much of that from the guys in the band. You know, Warren Haynes, not the least of which, right? Co-wrote Two of a Kind working on Full House. Like, come on. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think his third of that song has paid oh, out yeah. more money than his whole career in the Generations office. to come. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's a Monday night. 
Okay, and this is 1994. Monday night, I'm staying at what used to be a Motel 6 right off of Harding at 24. I open up the Nashville scene. I put my finger on a songwriter night because yes, I'm just going to go check I it out. this story. And you know it's hit and miss, man. Like, mm-hmm. you got to know where the honeycomb hideouts are to get to the good riders. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot of open mic, mm-hmm. you know, rough stuff. Hi, I'm brand new to town and not ready to be here yet. Exactly. Yes. And so I don't know what I'm going to see. But it's a Monday night at the Courtyard Cafe, if you remember that. Oh, over yes. Yeah, up yes, of, I do. So I show up, long-haired rocker guy. My parents listen to country music, so my exposure to country was through them, I guess, mm-hmm. when they would listen to it in the car or whatever. And then just hit song and hit song. It bleeds through, right, into all different kinds of places. It really does. So these three guys are up on stage. I get a cocktail, and they're sitting there, and they're playing songs that I have I have no idea who these three guys are, but I know every one of their freaking songs. Yes! That night, like, you had to have a number one That's Nashville to be there. Nights. So one was mm-hmm. Bud. Budley. Oh, uh, who Earl wrote, Budley. I got friends yeah. in love. Yeah. Places. Oh, another guy wrote a bunch of these Eddie Rabbit hits, you know? Oh, and I'm just man. like, what the hell is this? Is a Monday night? And Wind this is. Chill, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, so this is, this is like a dive bar, man, uh, in a strip mall on a Monday night. And I'm like, this is what happens on a Monday night in a Amen. dive bar in Nashville. Amen. Amen. I'm coming like that. The decision was made right there. I'm coming back, but they're telling the stories behind the song. Behind the song, mm-hmm. and so to me, that's as like as hooky as dicting as like a pop up video. Yeah, you know. Well, I'm gonna to back you up. I'm gonna turn it over to Stefan because that's exactly how we got started. So, Stefan. Yeah, Take it away it. in terms of, because that is going to back up Johnny's story. That's what gave us the idea to bring Nashville Nights to you. So Yeah, we did a little test run, Blue, and a, an amazing artist called Shelly Taggart and myself, where we were visiting Ashley McBride on her European tour. And then after that tour, we uh, went up to Denmark and we played three small shows. They all sold out and... We just wanted to test this Riders Round format in Denmark because it's not very usual. Of course, there are people sitting, taking turns playing songs, but it's not a big thing. It's not a thing that everybody knows about. And we did it. And people just loved the fact that they could get the truth and the honesty of the person who wrote the song and the, the stories behind the song. And when you then sing your song, they are so polite, the Danish uh, music lover. I mean, they, the crowd, they just sit there and you can hear a pin drop. And, yes. uh, and they... They all speak English, mind level, so they will all understand what's being said on the stage and what. So the better than are. me is what you're saying. They speak English better than me. Yeah, most of them. Definitely okay. better than my redneck booty. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, but anyway, we, we did that, and we were just like, "Wow, this was amazing." Then we did a tour with eight shows, seven sold out, five star reviews, and then we were six artists doing that tour, and then we did one more, and it went just as well. And now we just decided, okay, well, let's do this festival where we get a lot of great writers and artists from Nashville. We mix it with European talent. We also have a Canadian star, Martha Wainwright, who's a great songwriter. And we have, as you said before, 100 artists, 70 events, and nine venues. And this city of Odense has been backing the project since I pitched it to them last year. And they are really helping us. And the venues are super cool venues, different sizes. Great sound, great stages, and the crowd's going to love the variation that this festival can offer in terms of riders. And also that we have full band shows, we have riders rounds, and we have talks. I mean, we have a talk with, which is about women in country music. We have a talk which is about co-writing. 
We have a we talk. have one where Johnny's going to host with Joel Jorgensen on all things rock genre. You so know what we I have, mean? You know, all kinds of stuff, which is going to be so interesting uh, to attend. Yeah. So for our European climbers out there, and we have a lot, we're going to want to see you at this yeah, festival. Come and hang out. <laughs> because come and hang out. Because mm-hmm. I don't get across the pond enough. And clearly, we've been doing this podcast for five years, Brent. They don't get over here a lot, but we do mm-hmm. see them. And the ones that do, and they reach out, man, I show up for a drink. I can think of a bunch of different ones that I've met that I've had the pleasure of meeting. But I can think of some off the top of my head right now that I want to meet. You know who I want to meet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I want to meet Paul, right? Exactly. <laughs> hey, Paul, are you listening? Hey, you know um, what, Johnny? I haven't discussed it. With this is another venue. This could be a fun thing for you to do, and I can help you. I can help establish the contact. There's a venue. It's not currently on the festival program, but there's a venue called the Roof, which is on on top of a parking house. And you could do the climb thing on top of that oh, parking lot. Yes! I love it. Let's make that happen. We'll see yes. you at the top of the exactly. parking garage. <laughs> your climb is now over. You have reached your destination. Top. You are now at the top of all things. <laughs> that is right. right. I love, I love. That's brilliant. I love that. We'll get that little booth thing, and then we're going to be do it, do kicking it. it. I got to send that to Brent so he can see that. Love. That's pretty cool. But – so what other writers do we have that are coming from Nashville? Like, what are some of the bigger names that are so, coming from okay, Nashville? And then I want to talk mi- about the European artists. Okay, yes. So, okay, our big names, Bobby Penson. Wait, mm-hmm. what now? That's Burning Man. Yeah, okay. He had a triple play, which I don't know if all of the, the Climber listeners are familiar with what that means. But if you get three number ones in one fiscal year, your PRO, Performance Royalty Organization, which in this case was BMI, they do what's called an honor. They have a big night. And they give you a, an award for what's called a triple play. And a triple play means three number ones in the same fiscal year. Bobby had Burning Man, which was a duo between not only the Brothers Osborne, but Dirks Bentley. And mm-hmm. Dirks Bentley's tour was called the Burning Man Tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he also had Rearview Town with Jason Aldean, yeah. which was a big hit for Aldean, I think, a three or four week number one this last year. And then also... He was on what was up for Song of the Year with Eric Church for some of it, which was Jeff Hyde, Eric Church, uh, Clint Daniels, and Bobby Penson. Wow. So Bobby's coming over, and I think we, you know, we're trying to track this down, but I think Bobby's got 11 number ones under his name. And I used to write for Bobby. He had a publishing company called Gutter and Grace. He's just an absolutely wonderful human being and incredibly talented. And I reached out to him and said, Bobby, I'm still up and coming. I got a lot of stuff going on, but I could really use your help. And Bobby answered that call in spades. He reached out to several other hit writers. That's how we got Tim Nichols on board Mm. and Tony Lane. Tony Lane wrote Run for George Strait. I mean, he's had big lady A number one hits like yourself, Mr. Baxter. And he's just the package that Bobby put together was incredible. Mm-hmm. And that really gave us some clout. The other mixture, I'm just going to tell you all the truth. Terry Joe Box, the Music Row Freak Show. That's how I met Ashley McBride, which led mm-hmm. to two Grammy nominations, two CMA nominations, an ACM nomination, all for Album of the Year in 2019 and 2020. Terry Joe Box Freak Show. She does a writer's night. Oh, yeah, I love it. Dan Smalley's going. He's mm-hmm. brand new major label artist. And then we've also got Eric Pasley going as a major label yeah. artist. And yeah. Pasley, as a writer, 
wrote Barefoot Blue Jean Night, which was a huge number one for Jake Owen yep. back in the day. And then Eric, I believe, has had four number ones on his own as an artist. He's got the I want to be, want to be your Friday night mm-hmm. as one of his number ones. And he's coming over with us. And he's a writer, I believe, on the brand new Keith Urban single, Wild Hearts. That is exactly so. correct. So, I mean. And uh, Brent, now hold on. But Brent, you did. Now, Smalley's in front of the show because you did. Oh, yeah. Uh, with you Ray. and Ray did. Yeah, the, we did a music um, industry pitch with Dan and Blue. And I, you know, I was able to get in a room with Blue and Dan and write with them some. with Also with Barrett Baber. And yes, so, yes. Yeah. Here, Baber, is he, is he coming? Oh, yeah. The BB's going. And Baber just had a giant cut, two giant cuts. He had a single with Cody Johnson, who is just crushing over at Warner Brothers right now, mm-hmm. called God Save the Boy. Is it God no, Save No, that's his new one. Ah. His, he just got a new one that Terry Joe, who is going, mm-hmm. Scott Sean White, who is going, mm-hmm. and Barrett Baber, who is going, they wrote what is about to be Cody Johnson's new single, God Bless the Boy. And the story behind that, I'll just give you a quick because it's so cute. At the time, his daughter Ellie was six, seven, just when you're starting school. Dress up over her head, didn't want to take her moon boots off, wanted to wear her princess dress and moon boots to school, right? And was just having none of it. And Barrett looked at Sarah, his beautiful wife, and goes, oh, God bless the boy. And just click. And yeah. he was writing with Terry Joe that day and got together with Scott Sean White. And they wrote that. And then... Through And these are the stories you're going to hear at Nashville Nights. That's what we do. We tell the story. Then through a friend of a friend who happened to be Cody Johnson's best friend and cruises around on the bus with him, knows Scott Sean White. So out of pure kindness, plays the song for Cody. Cody stops by the time it hits the chorus and says, whoa, 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 wait. I got to go on stage. Wait. Goes out, crushes the show, 80,000 people, okay? Comes back in and says, play me the song. The reason I couldn't listen was because I was already starting to ball and I just didn't want to go out on stage balling. (laughs) Falls in love with this song, calls and asks the guys, can I dedicate the song? So in parentheses and adds his daughter's name. It's called God Bless the Boy. And I forget his daughter's name. I'm sorry, but blah, blah, song, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's Chloe, but I could be wrong. But anyway. And Blue, I just want to say that's exactly what, what happens, you know, and th- and that's what a lot of songwriters like myself, I needed to learn that because you, when you start writing songs or even if you've written for years, you're like, oh, I want to, I instantly I'll get a Keith Urban or an Alan Jackson or a whatever, Chris Stapleton cut. Uh, you won't. Uh, but no. now what you have to do is you have to keep writing and then you have to look around you at the people keep at climbing. your level at that time. And it's fine to keep pitching to the big stars mm-hmm. because it won't hurt and you can be lucky. So keep doing that. But also... The fact that you write with the people you you are around and that you have fun writing with, and then someone will someday hear your song like this, what like what Blue just said, mm-hmm. and that's the reason I get cuts in Nashville and in Denmark now. It's because I started realizing I can't just keep trying to pitch to big artists because my songs it's very narrow window that they you know mm-hmm. there's a little, little 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 tiny little chance it's there so it can happen so keep doing it, but focus on the people at, that you are around. And when you get to National Nights Festival, you'll be around a lot of people and you'll be able to network. And maybe you do some, what's it called? Demo jellying. Oh, yeah. And you'll sit and play your demos and, and Blue might hear your song or someone else will hear, Dan will hear your song and they might like it. And you know, Exactly. That, that's when the magic happens. Mm-hmm. And you 100%. haven't even said Trent Tomlinson or Tyler Reeve yet. Yeah, I know. Or Bridget Tatum, you know, Bridget who wrote, Ali that girl, country. 
from her down home roots to her redneck boots or something amazing. But yeah. Bridget's going. And we've got an amazing female representation. I happen to be very secure with myself and all about female empowerment, mainly because to attest to what Stefan was saying, you know, they say, and I'm sure you've talked about this on your podcast before, to write about what you know about. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you to write with who you know, because that's exactly how I got all my accreditation. Ashley, Mm -hmm. Dan Smalley, I were these people's first co-writes. Now, fast forward seven years, they're both in major label deals and both of them reach out and say, hey, I'm working on a new project. What do you want to write? Not only write about what you know, write with who you know. Amen. Oh, yep. I right. love that. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a little nugget for you, Climbers. Brad, well, if we had yeah. only discussed a, a relationship building in, on this podcast for songwriters. Every other episode, I, yes. Not, mark that down. <laughs> and yeah. the beautiful thing about- It's kind of critical. See, there's write what you know, the write with who you know, and when you write with who you know, you get to write what they know. So it expands what you can write. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> and all those old words. And did we just write? From from my point of view, uh, in I don't know how it is in all the European countries, but in Denmark, certainly co-writing is it's a thing, but it's not a big thing. Mm-hmm. Artists want to write their own songs from their own hearts and from their own emotions and tend to, over here anyway, tend to feel that if they need to expose that in a writing process and infiltrate other people into this journey of writing this song it won't be pure which is wrong because what actually right because what actually happens is it gets better it's like going to psychology i mean it doesn't make you more it it makes you it gets you a second opinion on on your emotions or your feelings it makes you help what's the right direction to take your life in and that's the same with a song if you make other people a part of this process then you will get input that you wouldn't have been able to come up with yourself. And of course, you need to filter it something if you're an artist, if that's something you want to say or not. Mm-hmm. But it does help you and it gives you input. So I can't stress that enough. And that's also why we have a writing camp running simultaneously with the festival. So we will, there will be Danish and European writers writing with some of the Americans so that we can get to show the Danish artists that, hey, look at how good these songs are that we write are and but just over the last when we did the the national festival of the national nights tours that we talked about earlier we've been writing songs that are being cut in nashville now yeah this, this little group we had and the first trip where we wrote it was trick savage who wrote bible in the 44 with ashley and terry joe and, and was cut by trisha yearwood eric church and on the one cut with Trisha Yearwood, Patty Loveless is singing harmonies, which Trick and TJ were as excited about that as the Trisha Yearwood cut. <laughs> yeah. Trick was on that run. Blue was on that run. Kaylee uh, Hill, now Kaylee Bishop, was on that run. Laura Oakes, an amazing artist from the UK, was on that run. And we had Tamra, a Danish country uh, singer. And then who else was on that run? Blue, me and. Well, and then you had Marcus that was the big Danish writer that came out to our writing camp. See, and that's what's so fun about this festival. It's not just a festival. We're actually songwriting the entire time. We've got co-writes going on for people that are not on stage. And all that's been orchestrated in background and people are getting day sheets. And so we're going to be creating music while we're presenting music. This is the, this is a real moment right here happening right now. I've announced on this podcast before we got the digital contract for promoting this this is what we need to be talking about the ads yes yes okay good 
Okay, <laughs> this yes. is this is what we freaking need to be yes, talking sir. about. Yes, right? sir. So I agree. I feel well, like I, I was just uh, on the phone uh, when you sent me a text that we were ready to do this uh, recording. There's a British uh, woman who reached out who might be interested in coming over, and she was like, she really wants to perform at the festival. And I was like, great. I mean, of course, this year we're fully booked we're max in terms of performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but there's going to be a next year and a next year and a next year. And you can reach out. You can send us an email on booking at nashvillenights.dk. It's DK for Denmark. And we will take every single email seriously. And, but we can't promise anything, of course. But we just honored that people are interested in coming on board. And mm-hmm. we will also take any request for writing seriously. And then again, as you know, writers don't want to write with everyone. And also, it is probably better that we have a chemistry going on so you get along and you have the same at the same kind of level. Because if you're as a writer, if you're in a room and you're the best writer, then you're in the wrong room. And yep. again, the other way around, if you're the, you know, if you love that. feel like mm-hmm. you can't get to anything, then you're probably also I in the wrong room. I heard that. Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Climbers, do you have a groundbreaking song that the world needs to hear? Enter your song today in American Songwriters 2021 Song Contest to win $10,000 promotion across American Songwriter and a co-publishing deal with Live by Live. Get your songs in front of the contest judges who are also number one artists like Paul Stanley from Kiss. I love that. Vance Joy and Martina McBride, along with top A&R executives such as the senior VP of A&R at Atlantic Records and BBR Music Group. Go to americansongwriter.com forward slash song dash contest to enter. Again, that's americansongwriter.com slash song dash contest to enter. And if you use the coupon code CLIMB, all capital letters, C-L-I-M-B, you'll save 10% on your contest entry. No reason not to do it now, guys. So just just to rewind for a second, you were talking about like co-writes and artists 
you're talking about Danish artists who generally want to be self-contained because you made a really good point, Stefan, that they didn't think it would be pure. Well, I've got a couple stories like that where I've dealt with, I brought an artist out from LA named Chris Malk, who's a killer writer. First people I put him with was Brett's brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Matt Klein and... Matt Klein and oh, Anthony yeah. Oreo. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is so funny, right? This guy's got the voice, vocal cords touched by God right before Amen. he came out, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so he'd been able to sing and blow people's minds just singing the phone books since he's three. And so there's something, there's a trend that is, it's a generalization, but it happens a lot where he sings so good, he blows people's minds. Like the lyrics are super vague right the yes. lyrics aren't vague great. is a very kind way of putting yeah, yeah. it they suck yeah <laughs> but it just sounds so cool like right. when it comes out of his mouth sure. and so i'm like hey we're out here mixing this project you should hook up with these guys and do a co-write well so a lot of things happen like they think first of all they think well if i do that then i'm gonna have to cut the song no that's not true mm-hmm. you know and here's the way i would corner him with logic i'm like look these two guys make a living doing this all day long. What could you learn? That is so yeah, Worst true, case Johnny. scenario, what could you learn hanging out with these guys who do this every single day for a living and just put in your toolbox to go back to your room and do your stuff and, mm-hmm. and, and make it better? So that first time we wrote, so we're, I mean, we're still living in LA. We're on a trip out from Nashville. He goes back and he just kind of had that, that look in his eye, like, I'm not sure what just happened. Like, I woke up and the window was open. My back was sticky and my butt hurt. Like, I don't know. I'm not, <laughs> How did I get I'm here? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not. Was I roofied? Like, I is know. Bill Cosby anywhere? I don't know what happened. And he just wasn't sure what to feel about it. And then, so fast forward to, like, I move him out here. I move out here. And then a year later, I get him to come out. We're roommates. And then he's skipping home from co-writes like dude listen to what we got with this now that is exactly what now i got these words right and then i'm gonna sing them and And i'm excited and there's substance and it takes a listener on a journey and and you are exactly right this is not a hobby for me yeah if i don't write a great song i don't eat yeah Mm -hmm. and it is that simple say that one more time that's right if i don't write a great song i don't eat Three snaps and a Z formation. <laughs> right. That's dedication, people. All right. So my, my question is this about the like the co-writing the events. So is this let's dive into this a little bit. So is it just sure. like sign up, like we're gonna have some of these great people in a room and it's like first come, first serve, or is it with other artists? How does that work out? Just so cause some people may be thinking, hey, if I show up, I'm gonna get in a room with Tim Nichols. Like can you Oh no, 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 no. Let's dispute let's shine some light on this. Then. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So basically, of course, we need to find some kind of balance in doing this. And mm-hmm. the, the thing that you for sure can do, no matter what level of songwriting you're at, you can come to the festival and you can network. You can get it's built this way so that the, there are pauses. There's a lunch break and a dinner break where there are no shows going on. And the reason why that's planned like that is then you'll be able to sit and eat lunch next to other songwriters and you will get to talk and you'll get to chat. Maybe you'll even agree, hey, let's go and write a song uh, instead of going to the next show or something like that, because there's a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a thing that for sure can happen and anybody can do, but also to show and appreciate that the advanced or whatever we should call them songwriters that are coming over, that we can guarantee that they get to write with people who are at a specific level or a certain level, we will do the pairing up. So it's not just, you know, hey, I'm writing with Tim Nichols. That's not going to happen. But right. What could happen is that, hey, guys, uh, I'm interested in writing. I'm uh, writing on your festival. I've been, I wrote this and this song. I've had these, these and these cuts, or I haven't had any cuts. Is there any room for me? I've, you know, send us some of your stuff. 
and we will look ser- take everything seriously. So it's not like you have to be a number one or a num- top ten hit writer to get to write, mm-hmm. but. If you do there is definitely right. a screening process. Right. Yeah. And what Stefan and I have done is, like I said, we've got kind of that Music Row Freak Show mix that is incredible. They may be staff writers, which means you're actually getting paid to write, but you may not have a cut yet or whatever. And we've got everybody coming from America, from one of my dear friends, Cameron Havens. He's only been in town four months, but this guy is fire. Doesn't mm. have a publishing deal. Twenty three years old, and he writes like a fifty year old man, and yeah. he sings like a twenty three year old young man. And so, my point is, Cameron's going to get the opportunity to write with some people that have Grammys, potentially some of the hit writers. And what we've done with specific regard to our Hall of Famers, we've given them the option because it's taboo. To say, hey, come to our songwriter event, and then we're going to farm you out and have you write with X, Y, and Z. Right. So that's just me being honest and real. But at the same time, if Tim Nichols is over there and actually sees someone perform or hears a song that was written at the writer's retreat and loves it, believe you me, these hit writers know I'm working with that person. I know I can get pay dirt with that person. Hey, set me up. So that's how those kind of things are going to happen with the great big giant hit writers that are over there. It's going to be must be present to win mm-hmm. type of a situation. But at the same time, between Stefan and myself, Stefan knows the European group. I know the American group. And we're going to do some really cool cross-pollinization with people at the same level of the game. So, And there's a, there's a bar that's been set. Yeah, yeah. So sure. I want to give a shout out to you two guys too for the amount of like up and coming writers that you have on this festival. Amen. We've got some hit writers in there. First of all, they're all good writers. That's number one. They're competitive writers. Yes. Some of them got a lot of gold on the wall. Okay. And some big bank accounts back, to show for it. Up. To back that gold up. Mm-hmm. But some of them haven't had that break yet, but they're going to be there. I think of a very close friend of the show, which is Chelsea Stalling. She's still oh, coming? Yes, absolutely. So, so Chelsea, like, I don't know if you know this, but she put together the first ever, like, climb. Conference. Yeah. Conference. In, I know that she in worked Utah. with you. Yeah. It, so Utah's she, my home state. She, dude, she set all this up and we went out. And so like all these songwriters came in and it was Brent mm-hmm. and me, obviously from the climb. And we mm-hmm. had Shelby Kennedy. Yeah. And we had Chris mm-hmm. Oglesby. Oh, we're wow. All on the panel. Started Gary Underwood's career. Hell yeah. 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 And lost his computer on the way over there, by the way. Oh, which is wow. funny, but, but got it back. Got it back. And I was just, I thought of that because he's like, Carrie Underwood's numbers in there. Yeah. Like, we're like, amongst everybody else's, you know. <laughs> right. He was the first call when when Nichols and the Wiseman Craig wrote Live Like You Were Dying. Live Like You Were Dying. They they called him first. We said, We think this is a song. You, wow. We got something you need to come down here. Wow. It, yeah. it never I don't think it ever got demoed, am I right? Like he just said he just took it right to Tim and uh, said either that just, or it was from the demo pitched. session. I can't remember, but it was yeah. But yeah. either way, it was an immediate yes. Yeah, yes. and it never got even got pitched. It just went right to Tim and he's like, uh-huh. But you're exactly right. You know, Chelsea, see, all of us as songwriters wear dual hats until we get to do nothing but songwriting. Yeah. And Chelsea's in that beginning stages, but she started a video production company and yep. we had a big boat and float yesterday. There we go. And had all the Nashville Knights <laughs> artists come out and spend a day on the water. It was a magical smash. But Chelsea was out there doing video. 
She is a perfect example of one of those people that absolutely deserves to be heard. And that's another big thing about what we're about. Yeah. I don't care what your street cred is. If you're good, you're going. There, there yeah. you go. That's it. So just back to what Stefan was saying about, you know, sending those emails for the next one, for those songs. Like, if you're good, you deserve to be heard. You got a really great chance of getting on this, yeah. on the next show. Not this one. This is coming up in a few weeks here. Yeah, but, we're slammed. But, but, the, but the next one, absolutely. And but I will say, though, to, to add to that, Johnny, I think if you are interested, in you th- if you think this sounds like a fun and inspiring thing to do, then come over for this f- first festival because yeah, come and the networking already starts and there's some chemistry mm-hmm. going on. Of course, that you know makes your chances bigger because you might even get to write a song or you'll get to hang out with us or something like that. And we are not like only focused on our... I mean, the, one of the reasons that the association that we're working with behind this festival was born was to help and promote and motivate upcoming talent. And that's why we have put so many American upcoming talent on the stages and why we put so many European talent on the stages. And then of course we have the bigger names and because they are great to listen to and they have some great songs, but also to show that to get people to buy tickets and then the people will then hear all the young talent. I mean, every time we've done the national light runs in Denmark and I've told blue blue, we need a really good blah, 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 blah. And blue's like, I gotcha. And then I was like, he can't possibly find girls and boys that are just as good as we had last time. And then they come over and I meet them. Like last time, Blue, Blue brought over Kenzie Coppin and Emma Zink, Zink. I hadn't met before. And when I heard, heard them on, during the first show, I was just blown away. And, <laughs> it was, and it was just, you know, and it just there's so much talent. And they just got to be heard. So that's, that's what we're really trying to do. So there's always a chance and you got to try and take it. I'm going to add to this. So for our European listeners... Uh, and maybe people who aren't familiar with country music, okay, for, for those people. Every February in Nashville is a big, big, big three-day shindig called CRS. That's mm-hmm. Country Radio Seminar. Okay, and why is it a big deal? Because all the program directors from all of the radio stations across the country of the United States are in one freaking location for three days. Germfest 101. Right, right. Because the program directors do what? They decide if they you're going to get on the playlist. on the big playlist. So who do you think's hanging out? And the breaks on the tours are all put in place on the scheduling yep. so that all of the artists, and I yep. mean all of them, are in town to shake hands and create relation and renew relationships and reconnect with the program directors. And I'm from Garth down to, you know, down to Dan Smalley, like, you know, from the, from from your brand new major label artist all the way up to the goat. Mm Yeah. Okay. They're all here for one week. Why? Because it's like uh, uh, Willie Sutton, who used to rob banks back in the 30s. Willie yep. Sutton, why do you rob banks? Well, because that's where the money is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right? it. This is how I'm going to get on the radio. It's going back in and performing for these people and saying hi to them. Right? So this is CRS of Europe. Like yes. if you are a songwriter and you don't have the ability to get over here as much as you want across the pond or maybe never – you can get to Denmark on yeah. a Ryanair flight for next to nothing, yep. right? And come and hang out where a whole boatload of songwriters are, people that are going to be in your class, yep. 
Okay. And people that are above your class that have already graduated that are going to be a tremendous like mentor just by watching them, hearing the song and experiencing the whole thing. And you're going to be surrounded in a sea, a sea of people who like, this is your freaking mothership. This is your beehive. This is beautiful. This is your beehive. Do not get off that soapbox. I love you. I want to back that up because Blue said this to me years ago. I used to live in Georgia in uh, just south of Atlanta. And I drove up to Nashville all the time. I mean, first time I ever got to play in Nashville was because I kept kept coming back to Nashville. Yep. And I went into venues and I spoke to the booking people and I kept sending them emails and all that. And, and in the end, they were just too fed up with me that it gave me a spot. And Squeaky um, wheel gets degrees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, then I, you know, I was walking with Blue in Nashville one day and I said, yeah, you know, we, we're talking about maybe moving here. But then, so my wife makes movies, so we have to move around all the time. And Blue said, you know, buddy, don't move to Nashville to chase your dream. Move back to Denmark and let the dream chase you. Mm-hmm. And that's what we are doing with this project. We are taking Nashville to Denmark so that you, the European writers who want to get inspired, motivated, get to co-write, they can actually get on the bus or on the train from Holland, Germany, Sweden, Norway, short flight from the UK, or even Italy, or we had people coming from Romania. Don't um, make a fuss, just uh, get on the bus. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. And, you know, it's there, and it's going to grow, and we just want you guys to be successful, and we want to be successful, and this is just something very unique that's going to happen. And I, I want to jump in and speak to that template that Johnny created with the CRS. That really was a special thing, because what Stefan just said, I'm backing that up. There's going to be people there And you're going to find that this group of people is very embracing and welcoming. We are, and I don't mean to get real ego-y here, but we're, we're some of the best songwriters that Nashville has to offer. And I'm talking, we've got songwriters coming over that have a current top 10 in country billboard right now. Russell Sutton wrote My Boy for L.V. Shane, which Mm -hmm. is sitting at number nine on the charts right now. There are people that are going to be there that, I met Russell Sutton four years ago and he had nothing Mm -hmm. going on. We're going to tell those stories from the stage. And the point is, that's what I was talking about. What I love about what Johnny said, just sitting in the seats in the audience is going to educate you about how do I navigate my way to getting on the radio? Yeah. And connect even. Yeah. And connect. Exactly. Anna Blue, Anna is a good example. Like Anna Hansen is a Danish Icelandic girl that I've known for a few years. We met by coincidence. uh, She's incredible. By some kind of, uh, some kind, in some kind of venue. And we started talking. Then later on, I wrote a song at Anna wanted to start doing country instead of uh, pop. And we talked about her releasing this song. It's called grace. You can find it on Spotify. Anna Hansen is her name. And then I took Anna to Nashville with me, with a producer yep. friend of ours. And Blue and all the Heath guys, they're like, I mean, people are very welcoming. It's like a big family. Yeah. It's not like a lot of people uh, in some of the other industries where I've worked, film, uh, that, you know, <laughs> that you're being, you know, you have to. Right, where the question is, hey, what do you do? Oh, I mean, what can you do for me? Yeah. No, right. no, this that is, way. I mean, and Anna has been welcomed by all the songwriters. She's now written with Blue. She's written with TJ. Yep. And she's releasing more country music now. And, and that's just because she was, she was happy with what, you know, with just pursuing and her joy and her enthusiasm and her curiosity kind of took her places. Well, and, and she had that, she had that perfect attitude where it was a mix of hunger 
and absorption from the sponge. And that makes us want to open up our vault and be like, mm-hmm. okay, this person, you know, cause a lot of people that move to Nashville have big fish in a little pond syndrome and they show up at Nashville and they're like, all right, you know, like we talked earlier, I'm ready for my number one now. Right. And you got a lot to learn. And the point is, she was just one of these beautiful angels that was like, I am so excited for the opportunity to share and work with you. So on this very last trip in May, we wrote down, we sat down and wrote an absolutely hilarious song. It's got a uh, Winnebago and Bodega as a rhyme in there. And it's all about just these, this couple that goes to this bar in a Winnebago so that they can get drunk at the bar and then go sleep in the Winnebago for a three day bender weekend. And it's an amazing <laughs> song and she sings the fire out of it. And, yeah. and that, that was a relationship that was facilitated by the concept of what Nashville nights is. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So let me just add one more thing. And then I think we need to talk about these European artists mm. and, and just sort of describe who's coming on that, like the heavy hitters on the European side. Cause there's a, like I was doing a bunch of research on these so I can do my job well that I'm contracted for. And I'm like, wow, these are like, there's some great artists here, but just speaking to family, I don't think there's a better story about the open arms of Nashville songwriters than the Ava Page story. Oh, mercy. Okay. So I started working with this girl when she was 12, I think maybe 13, Mm -hmm. gotten to know her family really well. Great people. I mean, Angie and James, like this, I love them to death. Preston, her brother, the whole, the whole fan. And this girl gets sick. She gets leukemia. On the day she's supposed to be writing with... Uh, oh, what it was, was the day they found out I was her last co-write before it was official and they had to go in. And I was working with her at 15. She right, and Lance Carpenter was her next one. Yeah, yes. And so so, so Lance got some hits, right? right yeah. yeah, he's got a big number one. He's got a big number one. And just to give you an idea of what happens here in Nashville, okay? So let's just take it from the day... She got leukemia, folks, so... She gets leukemia, and when you find out you have leukemia, you drop everything and go straight to the hospital yep. and begin treatment. There yep. is no looking at the x-rays, like live like you were dying. Right. <laughs> it was like, no, 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 we got to no, put right the hammer now, down the now. Okay, so they go and do that. Well, Lance Carpenter kicks open the hospital door. <laughs> Who the hell do you think you are canceling a run? You got cancer? That's a bullshit excuse. Rah, rah, rah. You know, and just like our mom's like laughing and crying at, at the, the same, same time, time. Mm-hmm. and sits down and spent the whole three hours. He's supposed to be in a writing session with her at love her bedside, honor. love and honor. honor, you know? Yep. And then fast forward to a few months later. And so this is, by the way, this is a testament to now, I think at this point she's 16. Okay. Yep. So in three years, you know, we had a lot of conversations about this and this is all, Ava Page, right? So yep. this girl, when I met her, better picker than I ever was. Yeah, amazing. And I fancied, amazing. I fancied myself a guitar player, right? No, this girl's um, amazing. So she's interested in mm-hmm. being a good guitar player, and she's interested in writing a good song. And she starts doing co-writes, and I hooked her up with much stuff as I could. I was able to help a little bit, you know what I mean? But she keeps doing that. So you mentioned something of like, and it was either you or Stefan was mentioning like, okay, so this, this European artist, like people just loved her energy like her attitude like she really wants to write she really wants to learn she's Mm -hmm. hungry Mm -hmm. so this is ava page so in a short like a year and a half this girl works her way up to like the mid-level writers Mm -hmm. okay and what blew my mind was that the fundraiser that Mm -hmm. they had at third and Lindsay, which is a venue in nashville ava's army and 
51 or 53, I can't remember, one of those two numbers, 51 to 53 writers show up. Each of them are going to play one song that they wrote with Ava Page. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So does this girl have a hit? No. But this is not a couple people showing up. This is not a couple heavy hitters showing up because they got some money to throw around. This is the town of Nashville. This is the town of Mm -hmm. Nashville. This is the songwriting community. Showing up. That showed up. And not for nothing, that girl, I'm like, you wrote 51 songs with 51 different people? (laughs) Yeah, while while I was fighting cancer, by the way. In this amount of time, like, what? Where the hell did you come from? You know, and it was a moment, man. Like, it was hard to take that. So that's... We're bringing this to Odense. Oh, yeah. By the way, Ava's going. And Ava will be there. That's right. (laughs) And then to kind of bring that story full circle, we just did an interview with her again for a campaign for Nashville Nights. Her last treatment is in December. God, I'm going to get weepy. Her last treatment is in December, and I just wrote a new song with her called Payphones and Cigarette Machines, and she sang the demo on it, and it is absolutely angelic. So. Just full circle goodness, right? So here we go. So let's wrap this up and talk about some of these European European. artists. Yeah, so we have uh, obviously a lot of Danish artists coming. Some really interesting talks from some of them. We have Casper Eistrup, who was the front man of a 90s rock band called Cashmere. Uh, They were also in the the 2000s, and I listened to them a lot when I was uh, younger. And amazing songwriter and, and a very inspiring and interesting person. We have Tim Christensen, who is one of the biggest Danish songwriters. He's doing a talk with Marcus that Blue mentioned a little while ago. He's a very popular Danish artist. He's a singer in a band called Dism is Lissy that are one of the most successful Danish rock acts. Then we have a big Swedish female artist, Lisa Eggdahl. She's, uh, she's huge. She's huge, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, so I think uh, she's got like a half a million monthly listeners mm-hmm. on yeah, she, Spotify, yeah, not for nothing. Rushes. Yeah, she's, mm-hmm. uh, she's amazing. And then, of course, Martha Wainwright from Canada, uh, yep. Rufus Wainwright's sister. She's got um, about the same. That's Rufus Wainwright's sister? Yeah. You didn't say that. Stefan got some aces up his sleeve. She's the last show at the festival on Sunday night. And then we have, I mean, we have so much young, great talent coming uh, we also we have a band called The White Album. We have a band called Cody. Uh, we have a guy called Lassa Storm who's who's just started to write a, a country Danish country album, which I just I yes. absolutely love it. It's amazing. Um, they, we've got a Leonard Cohen tribute band. Oh yeah, now this is a good story. So this this band Leonard Cohen tribute. They so we want to every year at the festival we want to honor a big songwriter and I'm a right. huge Leonard Cohen fan. So I so was like, I. we got to do a Leonard Cohen tribute this first year. I saw him seven times before he passed mm. and I'm so grateful I got to see him. So last year there was a, a band touring with five of the biggest Danish singers in, uh, to sit to, you know, as, as the singers with a really good band. So they, I got them reunited and they're going to do a show also on the Sunday afternoon as a tribute to Cohen and what we got cherry on top. We got Leonard Cohen's real backing singers, the Web Sisters. Oh, wow! So they are doing a duo show at noon till 1.15, just the two of them with an acoustic guitar and a harp. And then after that, at at the same venue, it's called Poston, they will be guest stars at the Leonard Cohen tribute show. So they will come on and play two or three songs. 
with the tribute band. It's gonna. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps now. That's well, and be so am I because I'm just finding out about this. I no, love I, that. So I was just gonna say, I was gonna say two things. Number one, we didn't mention the Web Sisters, who are from the UK. And, oh, yeah. and so it makes sense that you said that they're Leonard Cohen's backup singers because the track that I heard is them doing a Leonard Cohen song, right? Oh, wow. With freaking Leonard Cohen starting out the speed. Like, it's got 8 million streams. I mean, oh, they were, I mean, they were on tour with him for seven years, I think. So, yeah. wow. so they're coming from the UK. So if they can come, Paul DeMarco, your ass needs to be out there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We also have a... Craig Finn, who is the front man of a, of a New York-based band called The Whole Steady. Mm-hmm. He's oh, a really yeah. cool guy, and this is his only European solo show. So he's coming solo, playing at Dexter. We have Stuart Stables, who is the front man of a band called Tinder Sticks, a UK band from Tinder Sticks. They've done 12 or 13 studio albums. And I like the way he puts the A in his name, so to you know, the Stuart A. Staples to distinguish him from the other Stuart Staples in the business. Yeah. And well, well, I want to say, oh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll let you talk in a minute, Blue. I just want to say he has agreed because I wanted to, we wanted to do some other, you know, formats other than just the usual concert, you know, from the usual setup, which is also great. But I've asked some to do like a specifically designed show for this festival. And that's what Stuart's done. So he has, he's going to play with uh, with one uh, guy, a pianist, and Stuart will play the guitar, and they will play this duet show that you can only hear at this festival, and it'll, you oh, can wow. never hear it anywhere else after. So that's hmm. going to be a fantastic experience. Oh, uh, and I'm I probably excited. forgot Dewey Bob, a Dutch country guy. He's oh. amazing. He's yes. a big star, and he's on the radio all the time in Holland he's or the sick. Netherlands. I don't know. And he's going to come and do a duo show with his guitar. It yes. really is a lineup of star-studded European top shelf talent and the one that i want to mention again you mentioned her earlier but miss laura oaks absolutely beautiful redhead one i mean this girl she's got a song that she wrote about her folks and i'm not going to give it away this is y'all y'all gotta just get on the live stream or whatever we end up broadcasting or be there but she's got a song she tells the story behind it it's about her folks and when she sings this, I've watched, I've been four times or three times in Denmark with her on tour. Not only does the room go completely silent, you can hear women begin and men to openly weep. Look this, it up. Yeah, look it's up. Called, it's, called, it's called Learn to Be Lonely Again. Find it on YouTube. She plays a, She plays an acoustic solo version on YouTube. I mean, it's, it's it, amazing. It's heart-stopping. And it's just a beautiful love story song and it is not a song. it's sad in presentation but it's about staying together like what would i do without you i would have to learn to be lonely again Ooh, yeah that's it, nice. it is and just it's about i'm so glad you're here you know and Luke, she's playing and she's playing a trio show so she has two yeah. two danish musicians backing her up on stage which is going to be exciting plus she has a tip jar song Oh <laughs> yeah, Tip Jar Rockstar. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. I've seen her. Yeah, like, yeah, she's uh, amazing. And I just got to add also that apart from all the European talent that we have, we have an opening show Friday oh. morning at eleven, which is only fifty krona to get into. That's about what's that like eight bu- eight dollars? Jump change. Trent Tomlinson, with backed by his own lead guitar player and a Danish band of some of the best touring musicians we have to offer 
that's going to be half hour full band show. So from 11 a.m. in the morning, just blasting open this festival. And as if that wasn't enough, the day before on Thursday, September 16th, we have a pre-opening show where Bobby Pinson and Blue oh. Foley and myself will be hosting and pulling up songwriter after songwriter after songwriter to just play hits and songs and have fun. And when that night is over at 10, we will turn our heads and bodies and we will draw the curtain on the second stage and there will be jam night. Everyone who wants to come up and play their songs or jam with the guys, there'll be a full band kit there with bass and oh. drums and everything. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's awesome. And that is a completely free show. We are doing that to yeah. honor our sponsors. We're doing that to honor the town of Can we actually say that Bobby is actually the one who said, I want to honor right. the town of Odense and give them give, give a tribute to the city and to all the sponsors. So he said, Step Blue, make the show free. So everyone yep. can join. You just have to, you need to go to the website and get your free ticket. You can only get in if you have a ticket, but it's right. free. Right, and that's because we designed the entire festival under pandemic constriction and rule and all those stuff, all that stuff has currently been lifted, but we still have to honor all CDC regulations. It's a completely safe environment. Um, and so, yeah, go register and then come and enjoy. I mean, this is the top talent and it's free and it's loving on you for coming out and loving on us. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. Very cool. There we go. All right. So wh- where's the link for um, for tickets for this? Yeah. So the website is called NNISF. So National, National Night yeah. International Songwriting Festival. NNISF. Yeah. Dot org. O-R-G. Okay. And that's where you can find tickets right there. Mm-hmm. We're going to put that in the show notes, of course. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can buy a festival ticket or you can buy tickets for individual shows. So if you feel like you don't want to buy a festival ticket, you can go in and just take the pre-opening show ticket out, which is free, or the Trent Tomlinson opening. But you can see all the events there. You can see all the artists there. You can see all the venues there. There's a PDF. You can click on, you can click on it. It says download PDF here. And then you get a PDF with the entire program, what's going on where on all nine venues. That's Very crazy cool. cool. And wait, the first show is free, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Thursday night. Okay. That's there's a lot going on here. This is gonna be sick. Oh, there's a lot of cat hurting. A lot of cat hurting. <laughs> <laughs> and we have, I mean, we have a, we have a couple of in store shows. We have Chansey Neal. She's oh, gonna play. Yes. She's gonna play in a horse equipment store. Just but a little she was a set. championship barrel racer. So oh, wow. I mean, it it makes perfect sense. And there's a lot of people over there that have. I mean, Denmark is actually country, even though they yeah. love some rock and roll. They live. I mean, the windmills are real, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that that's killer, man. So it's it's N N I S F Nashville Knights International Songwriting Festival. N N I S F dot org. You can get your tickets there. And by the way, for Americans who want to go over there, there's some great packages that are available that include everything: travel, lodging, the whole program. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Write an email to fan at nashvillenights.dk that's fan at nashvillenights.dk and we'll send your information there are two different packages that include you know there's one where you get the round trip flight you get all the nights in the hotel including breakfast you get your festival ticket you get an officially uh, an official annual festival t-shirt you get a train ride from the airport straight to the first venue and you get a tour of uh, Odense which was the hometown of Hans Christian Andersen and the other package does not include the round trip flight in case you want to buy that yourself 
for example, some of our folks that are coming over had points, so they were mm-hmm. able to point the flight out. So we have those two right. different packages available. So you only got to pay for what you need. You only got to pay right. for what you need. Yeah, and the good thing about buying it through our package is that you can take advantage of our group discount because yes. we obviously bring a lot of people over. So it, it will be cheaper than buying your own flight unless, you, of course, you have points or you – and I just got to say also that this package with the round-trip flight is from Nashville to Copenhagen. It's not mm-hmm. from – Newark or mm-hmm. LAX. It's from Nashville to Copenhagen and back. Okay. Um, well, there we yeah. go. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for coming on. I had so much fun. Uh, this was a blast. This is going to be. This is going to be amazing, y'all. And man, for songwriters, American songwriters mm-hmm. need to get their butts over to Denmark. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah, and we have swag bags, man. Yeah, <laughs> swag bags. <laughs> swag bags. All right, guys. Well, hey, that brings us to the end of another Killer Climb episode. So make sure that you join the Climb community. Buy a ticket to the Nashville Nights International Songwriting Festival in Denmark. Come and hang out with me and Brent, right? I think, yes, I think, I think we're going to drag Brent come there. Come on, Brent. You, you, might, be doing okay. Mama. you might be doing we're that. Trying. So. We just yes. put the pressure out there publicly. Know, right? I'll yep. definitely be there. And did you see the surprise in Stefan's eyes? He's like, oh, Brent's going. <laughs> I, I've done that to him about 20 times now. <laughs> I love you. Thank you so much, Devon. By the way, Brent's coming to Denmark with us. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, listen, join the climb community. Leave a, a rating and review. Make sure that you tell a friend about it. It's the best thing you can do here. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you in Denmark. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.